0: Um, so I guess flipping on then to the to the problem of evil, um, one of those rare things that I think no, there, there just isn't, there isn't a good answer for this that I've seen, done a lot of reading in the space. Um, and I think the way that I define it is, um, and then you can let me know how you define it, we can go into that, is basically um, looking at the um, evolutionary record, looking at the, um, the sheer amounts of death and horror and pain, suffering that has come about, it seems... Um, an all-loving God um, wanting to engage with uh, a conscious being of some description, and we believe that's humans in our current form but potentially other hominini before us, um, has allowed this sort of cataclysmic event to take place, i.e. the evolutionary process of consistent death, suffering, purposelessness, horror, and then kind of we come about and we're still within this pain suffering thing and I think for for me what I find really interesting is um I'm not a big proponent of it but I really find the idea of stuff like antinatalism to be actually quite a good way to look at the problem of evil because uh, an antinatalist would turn around and say you know the, the the value one gets from life isn't worth Against the the sort the sort of debt you get from the suffering doesn't pay enough. There isn't enough worth with against the the, enough worth in pleasures and enjoyment against the debt of suffering and and pain that one experiences. Therefore, is it right to bring humans into the world and actually potentially not? If you're an antinatalist, I'm not saying I am. I just find it an interesting puzzle piece as we've been mentioning to look at the problem of suffering because if we are saying that even just on an individual basis, the suffering doesn't outweigh or doesn't help towards the The pain the pain doesn't outweigh the suffering basically then that's interesting but also the sort of you know evolutionary span i find to be one of extreme horror and suffering until we even get to some conscious being that would be viewed as being able to engage with a god so that's how i view it but obviously philip you're the one writing the book how do you define it and how do you explore it
1: Mm. well i i agree that i think that is maybe the biggest aspect of it the why would it why would a being who can do anything choose to create us through such a horrific process like evolution by natural selection and you know and there are specific i mean nature is so beautiful but it is so full of suffering and you know there are familiar examples people give of you know the weevil i can't remember which kind of weevil that um paralyzes its prey and then slowly eats them alive while they're still conscious for days you know and it's just you know so maybe in the case of humans we can give these what, theodicies these explanations about free will or moral development or something I don't find them even plausible there but how that doesn't explain the weevil <laughs> you know I don't know or it just it, it on the face of it, it seems. I mean, so the way I set it up, so there are these debates about um, the logical problem of evil versus the evidential problem of evil. So in the old days, people used to try and show that the, the existence of evil was logically inconsistent with the existence of God. And then there was a move, partly the influence of Alvin Plantinga, to say that's, that's a bit too strong, you know. That We can't know with logical certainty that God doesn't have reasons um, for allowing evil. All we can say is, you know, probably there wouldn't be any good reasons. Probably God doesn't exist. The way I set it up is, is, is slightly different to either. I, I start with what I call the cosmic sin intuition <laughs> in my new book, which is... Um, the intuition that it would be immoral for an all-powerful being to create a universe like this that's that's the intuition with and and the, i make it vivid by coming back to the simulation hypothesis so let's say in in the future it is possible to f- quite quite easily to create simulated universes and and let's say for the sake of discussion simulate simulated creatures are conscious presumably if the civilization was reasonably civilized they would have ethical boards to determine when you can you know create a universe if you you know you have to apply for them if you want to create a universe for some experimental purpose and suppose someone you know says oh, I'm going to create a universe a simulated universe like the one we live in i think the ethics board would say what are you joking what with all, look there's hurricanes and suffering and weevils eating they, what that's terrible you can't create that and they could try and say the things richard swinburne or uh, you know says oh you know but creatures would morally develop and i think you know they'd laugh them out of the 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 office um so now so 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 how does this fit in so i'm not saying we know with logical certainty the um this cosmic sin intuition that it's wrong but to it would be it would be wrong for an all-powerful being to create a universe like this, but it seems to me a pretty solid intuition. That's all you know, as solid as any other moral intuition, and I think is very good reason to believe it. Uh, even though we we can't know for certain, maybe there's factors we, we, we are not open to us, but all we can ever do is, tr- like any moral proposition, try and make the best guess we can, and it seems pretty solid to me and it does logically rule out God. If that if that proposition is true, that it would be immoral for an all-powerful being to create a universe like this, that does logically entail... So I don't know with logical certainty there's no God, because I don't know with logical certainty that proposition is true, but if it's true, it, it logically follows God doesn't exist. But um, just you just finally, I mean, you can comment on that if you'd like, but just finally on the... Um, Antinatalism, injury, I also discuss... I, st- I start off my book to about antinatalism, which is fascinating and depressing. And But that actually does make a difference to the God of Limited Powers possibility. So... So the God of Limited Powers possibility is, you know... Um, the idea would be the Omnigod can't exist because they could, the god could have created a better universe, Right? But if there's a god of limited powers, maybe maybe they this is the only way they can create intelligent life. So that you know, as I say, God is like, oh, I'm sorry about the weevils and everything, but this this is the only way I could create life. And if you're an antinatalist, you'd say well, you still shouldn't have done it because it's not worth it. Uh, but I think I, you know, I'm I'm not old, at the end of the day an antinatalist. I do think it's it's better to have life with all the suffering than none at all. So I do hold out some possibility for the designer of limited powers. um. If
0: you enjoyed this clip, then head on over to Locals to access the full conversation right now. Supporters can access the video version and everyone can access the audio only version of the conversation. I'll see you over there.